Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of All About Architecture and Design, the podcast. This is Utsav Kambosh, founder of All About Architecture and Design in Arkea. This podcast is for students, employees and entrepreneurs from architecture and design backgrounds who are passionate about their work and want to make a difference. So today we have a very special guest, Riddhi Agarwal, design head at Hip Couch. Hi Rizhi. Hi Utsav, how are you? Good, how are you? How are you doing? All good, all good. Getting along, figuring out how to <laughs> figure yeah, this thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So guys, this is Rizhi Agarwal. She is the design head at Hip Couch. So Rizhi, tell us about the startup story of Hip Couch. Um, so it's a little interesting how Hip Couch happened and how I began to work with Hip Couch as well. So I'll quickly take you through that journey, right? So it was, um, I think, three or four years ago that I had started off uh, with my own studio and Hip Couch was at the same time getting co-founded by Parikshit and Pankaj um, in that same year after their previous startup got Aqua hired. And um, I met them through a networking channel and uh, that's when we started working together as uh, design partners on the various projects and also on project management. And since then, it's been uh, it's been an amazing journey where we started off with smaller projects, lesser projects, and at at we're at a time now where we've done like very high quality projects, I would say, and a lot of projects also in the last uh, few years that we've come around. And right now we're in a very good space that we've also raised our second round of funding, so which is good for us. So it's helping us build a stronger design and execution base. Also, we're working on something interesting like technology which would uh, help uh, a lot of customers of ours and uh, designers to draw out these BOQs, which are quite painful, right? Uh, basically, the estimates for all the designs that we make. So this is going to be done real time, and um, it will give you complete uh, transparency in terms of pricing and also the material breakdown. So this is what we are doing right now. So it's been beautiful for us the last four years. And yeah, we're still looking to form our niche in the entire industry. So that's what we're doing. All right. All right. So one particular detail in your design that I've looked at uh, in all of your projects is how you use bright colors and especially in small spaces. So when it comes to deciding look and feel of a space, what is your theory behind using uh, bright colors? So um, I think we don't go with a particular setup that, okay, we have to use these colors in this project, right? Um, there's this mantra that we like to follow that um, there are three things that we actually look at. One, who is the user of the space and what colors make them comfortable and what's their preference, right? I mean, something might work for you. I mean, say you're wearing a white shirt today, so that works for you, right? I mean, it might not work for somebody else. It's very, very personal, especially when it comes to homes. It's very personal, it's very emotional, right? And colors evoke that kind of um, emotion in you. you. You don't know it, but it happens, right? When you walk into a space, when you walk into a restaurant, you feel a certain way. So it is very evocative. So first we think about who the user group is and what their preference is. The second thing that, that kind of defines what colors we should use is the function of that space. Right. Um, what is the use of that space? Is it a kid's room? Is it an entertainment room? Is it a meditation room? Or is it is it like a living room, right? So each of these rooms have a character based on what the users defined it with you, which you're trying to tie up together. So that's the second thing that we kind of keep in mind while choosing our colors. And third, I think, which is very important, which always I think gets missed out is where are you applying this color? 
are you applying it on the walls are you applying it on the rug on the floor is it a lamp is it a cushion is it just the upholstery on the couch so these things also make a difference because all of these materials have a tactile nature to it right and colors look different on different surfaces and in different quantities so i think these three things is what we keep in mind when we choose our color combinations yes there there is always this conception that oh dark colors in a small space might make the space look smaller right but then if you put them on all four walls and the ceiling maybe that's not going to make the space look small it's going to make the space look infinite maybe so it's about how much you apply and where you apply which kind of makes the difference so i think that's what that's the mantra that we follow while choosing our color combinations yeah all right all right so given the current scenario everyone is working from home and one of the major hurdles of working from home is productivity because we are oh, yeah. in a home we don't feel like uh, we are working it's yeah. kind of taken for granted so do you have any tips for us on how we can uh, you know uh, transform our spaces into more of an office look and feel um so i would i would think of it a little differently than what you asked me right um the biggest advantage of working from home is that it doesn't feel like office right so i think you should take it in your stride and make it an advantage than trying to make the home look like office or feel like office so what does your home give you it gives you flexibility it gives you casual i mean feel to the whole space right so um i'll, I'll derive it from the way i work in my office right i first i do not have a desk at all in my office i don't have a dedicated desk that i work out of you'll always find me at someone else's desk brainstorming ideas with them checking on schedules with them or working on excel sheets i have like a nomadic work culture in my own office for myself which is something that i've brought into my house right now so there are three spaces that i really love working from and i think uh, people also can try this out one i think a lot of people want to be in a fixed spot right so it works for some people it helps them concentrate so it's important that you have a dedicated desk and a chair which is ergonomically designed when i say that i mean for shorter people like i'm really short right so i can't reach the floor on a regular chair if i push back completely so you've got to make those adjustments on your chair like throw in a cushion maybe add a little bit of a bed sheet or something that makes it ergonomically perfect for you because otherwise it affects your body posture and ultimately your concentration so that's one way to work the second and my most favorite way to work is on the floor right i think it's the most underestimated work spot ever but i think it works beautifully one because it's great for your back right if you but provided that your laptop and everything else is at the right level right you need to use a laptop table when you're sitting on the floor and i think the advantage of sitting on the floor is also if you're into a little bit of yoga and exercise you can do those asanas while sitting on the floor and working so you are working on yourself and your work as well so it's being productive in two different ways right so it's very important these opportunities don't come at work right you're sitting at a chair you're 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 restricted by that but the house provides you that flexibility and third and i think a very important aspect is to have a standing desk also right how do you build that in the house where you have a dining table typically or you have a study table stack books stack like five six books which go up to 3 feet height or 3 feet 6 depending on what your height is and there you have a standing desk so it's good to stand and work for a bit as well so i think giving yourself that flexibility is what the home has to offer and i think you should maximize that and then you have the staples of your laptop and your book and a magazine and coffee of course which can keep you through the day so i think that's how you can get productive yeah yeah absolutely so we've been in this pandemic situation for like more than 2 weeks now 
and uh, how do you think this situation is going to affect the interior design industry and what do you think will be the new uh, after this pandemic situation what will be the new in, t- in the interior design industry industry what will be the new normal for the interior design industry so there's not one specific answer to this because our industry itself has so many moving parts to it our industry is determined by what design we do our industry is determined by how do we get business how do we run this business and who who basically helps us run this business right so there are three four aspects that you should look into i think so i'll begin with the design right i mean i think right now when we're all at home it it has made us understand or feel how important user experience is right and how you feel inside your house despite being confined to a space every spot in your house now becomes important and that's what designers bring to the table i think which is something that designers and customers will realize how important that experience now. is yes it is yeah now right? they will realize yeah exactly and it will work both ways right it's not going to be just the customers who will realize that i think designers also will realize that that it's not about self expression only it's about how you're making that person feel in that space and how comfortable is that person right so i think the way a designer and the customer is going to look at design is going to change maybe a little bit and for the better for both right so i think that's one very paradigm that's a big paradigm shift that we will see in terms of design is what i think the second most important thing i would i think would happen is how we get our business right it's predominantly word of mouth that we get our business and uh, references that happen but i also think um, because all of us are online right now right like permanently almost so i think uh, getting business online might also be a, a good shift i think it's already happening i think it just get big it just get bigger with time i think right that the, the whole trust factor getting formed by being able to see people online and that visibility that you have online might really uh, change the way you get business and you know go go forward from there and in terms of how we'll conduct business is going to change i think because our industry thrives on migrant labor right they're the backbone i mean at the moment all of us are feeling it right that we we need to support them we need to make sure they they're safe and they're happy because without them what are you going to do with your design right who's going to bring it to reality right so i think we will uh, probably invest in tools and training which will help these guys probably do better and probably be more efficient in the way we work and uh, come up with i mean be productive in the whole uh, system and because we're going through a pandemic i think it's our responsibility as individual firms to see what framework we're going to put in place after this right how are you going to make sure your staff and your labor is safe while doing work because even if the lockdown is lifted right um it's not that the virus is gone it's it's still there i mean you have to be sure that you're safe while moving around you're safe while doing work at site so it's important that we put in a framework for our people and the labor to work within which will keep all of them going in that space right so that the customer also gets what they want and at the same time you're cognizant that your team is safe so i think that's how things are going to go from here is what i think yeah, yeah th- this is a really amazing this was a really amazing insight i guess a lot of people are going to learn from this especially the budding architects and designers who don't know how to uh, they have tied up with contractors and the construction team yeah. but they don't know how to work with them yes thank you I- sam patel thank you so much yeah yeah sorry you were saying 
I was just saying that I think it's underestimated all the time that what uh, uh, what can training do to people, right? I think it's it's very undervalued most of the time. So I think investing in that and making sure that um, your your team realizes that there is a framework, you care about them, the labor realizes that you care about them is very important, I think. And that's the way forward. I think, the, I think uh, compassion is what is going to kick in in a lot of us after this end, yeah. I think, which is very Absolutely. important. I think we've forgotten about it for a while, yeah. Yeah, this is a really amazing. This was a really amazing insight. I guess a lot of people are going to learn from this, especially the budding architects and designers who don't know how to, uh, they have tied up with contractors and the construction team, yeah. but they don't know how to work with them. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, That's Sam Patel. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, you were saying. I was just saying that I think it's underestimated all the time that what uh, um, what can training do to people, right? I think it's it's very undervalued most of the time. So I think investing in that and making sure that um, your your team realizes that there is a framework, you care about them, the labor realizes that you care about them is very important, I think. And that's the way forward. I think, the, I think uh, compassion is what is going to kick in in a lot of us after this end, yeah. I think, which is very Absolutely. important. I think we've forgotten about it for a while, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, guys, if anybody has any questions, now is the time to shoot and we'll answer your questions. So how are you coping with this whole thing itself? How is it going for you? Uh, I have been very busy. The only thing I miss is going out and Zomato and Swiggy. That is the only thing I miss, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, otherwise I've been very busy with work and I'm enjoying working nice. from home. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think it's giving us a lot of clarity in thought, right? Uh, somebody is asking, what's the color in this season? So I think um, the color companies do come up with their own color of the season. This year it's the blue, the classic blue, which is the color of the season. But I think color is very personal and it is what it is for you. So I think you should figure what works for you with yeah. your designer and see that's the color for all seasons for you. So I think that's how you should look at it. Yeah. I think it's important not to go with trends and be a right. little bit more customized towards the site context, the person who is going to use it and how they're going to feel inside the space and not go with trends because that is what Absolutely. makes us different than uh, Actually, contractors. Yeah. So trends are very temporary, right? They'll come and go, but you're not going to build your house every now and then. So it's important that you have uh, yeah. that kind of So somebody is asking, what is hip couch's USP? Uh, so I think our USP is that we do custom designs for our uh, customers. There's nothing that's modular and that we we make sure that we build and deliver within the given time and budget that you've given us. And that is something that we really, really strive towards. So that's our USP. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, what can be done to utilize this time? I guess you can learn a lot of new skills. Uh, online there are lots of videos on YouTube there are lots of blogs out there so you can learn some really good skills design skills sketching skills so many new skills that was that is going to help you in the future now even uh, for construction also they have a lot of videos that you can learn uh, yeah. is hip couch a platform for designers I guess not um, right? No, you can connect with us. We'll see if there's anything we it's can do. It's not a platform. I yeah, guess, I guess platform, he's asking yeah. like live space. Yeah. So yeah, please yeah. shed some light on how you work on BOQs. Okay. So that's, we work on it very extensively. So once we have a layout in place, uh, which is basically our furniture layout, 
uh, our designers work very closely with our quantity surveying team where we define each discipline that's going to go into the into the boq whether it's civil or carpentry or painting and then we draw out a item rate contact contract i mean or a boq which has every item listed down to it with its description what is the quantity what's the rate and what's the amount so this way we make sure it's completely transparent with our clients and all aspects of the design and build is covered in that so that there are no surprises later so that is how we build our boq how do we design for safer and sanitized spaces considering how quickly viruses spread this is a really interesting question. yes it is so this is something that uh, me and my colleagues were also discussing last week as to once we open up how are we going to deal with this whole thing and how are we going to go about doing it um it's unfortunate that uh, we've not been uh, as an industry practicing a lot of uh, safety practices right which are actually there if you see certain larger projects they do keep that in check where they wear safety gloves they wear safety goggles they wear helmets they wear shoes which are supposed to be safe so i think it's about time that we start practicing that as well so in order to make sure that the conditions are safe and at the same time conducive we have to make sure that we provide enough ppes sorry ppes to all our people who are at site which includes uh, safety uh, hats which are there which guard your face masks sanitizers and make sure that you clean the site and housekeeping of the site is up, you know kept very well through the through the project life cycle which is something that we ignore most of the time so i think these kind of checks in place will help uh, taking care of the uh, sanitization of the space yeah uh, interiors is all about detailing what is your thought process for an interior project um if i have understood your question right you're asking me how important details are for an interior project so then someone i mean i'm sure you've heard of this that god is in the detail right i mean nisandro had said this ages ago and i think we still apply it at every given point of time too and interior is something which is so minute in terms of scale that if you don't get your details right or they don't look aesthetically pleasant or they don't work that it then it doesn't kind of do justice to that space is what i believe in right so no matter how flamboyant your design is if you can't detail it out then i think it does not work out the way it works in your head so it's important to make sure that your design gets translated into good details and which get constructed and it's a collective effort right you can't detail it out on your own you'll have to talk to your contractors you'll have to talk to your carpenters as to how this detail is actually going to work right so that's when that collaboration happens between a designer and the person who's executing it because they work on it hands on so it's very important to bring their experience on the table as well so i think you should look into that as well yeah Yeah. Uh, do you think now we should start designing a space for laborers as they are the ones who suffered a lot? I think yes. I mean, everyone deserves a designed uh, space, right? And that's how even Hip Couch came into existence. That we said that uh, it's not just the elite, or it's not just the people who can afford an interior designer, because that was the thought process back in the day that only if you can afford an interior designer can you have a design space which is what uh, which is what we're trying to break right now right we're trying to say that interior design is accessible to everyone right and it has to be accessible to everyone because everyone des- deserves to be in a well designed space so yes it is it is sad that we haven't um, paid attention to how our labors live and how these labor camps are designed especially in the construction industry so i think it's time to look at that and maybe pay more attention in that space yes 
how do you create a theme or concept for a space this is a very uh, elaborate question <laughs> yes Because i, I mean, keep telling people that there is ha huh, this is there is no particular way there is no definite way to create concept for a space yeah it's not like a yeah. math equation Yeah, it's not, and I think it's a uh, very it's derivative of the client. I think at the end of it, as to what they think or they want to feel that you derive a concept from. Yeah. How to best work as a team uh, to get the best results? Interesting. It's something that we think about every day, right? I think the best way to work as a team is to collaborate. Um, only if you collaborate and have equal responsibilities distributed in a team will you work as a team. and you have to remove the i from the team at all it has to be we and never can be i otherwise you'll never survive as a team and i, I was just talking to a colleague a little before this and she said something very similar she said that um as an interior designer you can't do anything alone you need an army of people behind you who will help you bring your dreams come true so i think teamwork is a must for us and it can only be done through collaboration and through even distribution of responsibilities i think so yeah. that what i'm saying yeah how should a starter start a project any do's and don'ts do's and don'ts for a starter to start a project okay um again a very long question uh, i'll try yeah. and keep it as uh, as short as possible i think possible. the first one i think the first one i would add is ask the right questions in the first meeting be as specific <laughs> as possible so that they yeah. don't ask you for so many design changes again and again and i think very important is to document document yeah. every meeting every discussion because it's always MOM. good to go back to it moms are very very important and i think they least paid attention to so i think that's something yeah, that absolutely. all of us should work on yeah absolutely yeah all right um, which color would you suggest for a room when a person is quarantined cause he she needs to stay calm and panicless to fight the disease oh uh, interesting so it depends on what i mean it has to be pleasant to the eye right yeah. so something bright may keep stimulating you through the day so mm. i mean if you look at the wall on my right it has this light greenish gray and and off white working with it it's pretty calm and like in any point of the day with the daylight with evening light it kind of works so i think you should look at using neutrals i think you should look at using pastels or lighter shades which keep you calm at the same time it kind of feels pleasant also to live in that space yeah, yeah. the safest option to choose <laughs> yeah well hip couch support work from home culture even after post covid even in harry someone from another city so we do uh, work from home when it's needed like we keep telling our team that if if there is a need for you to work from home then yes please work from home but sometimes it is important to meet especially when you're through a design process or you're executing it's important to meet and collaborate and brainstorm right so it might not always be conducive to work from home uh but yes we do we are okay with working from home whenever needed like it it's a need based thing right so it's not something that we are against or we we've decided to do or not to do so yeah what is the most important factor for you when designing a room i think function what is the function of the room i think that's very very important yeah all right we had some really amazing insights thank you so much riddhi for taking our time so. and sharing uh, so many resources with us we had a really great time thank you guys for joining us and thank you sir safe, stay pleasure. at home yeah same here Take i was care. really excited to have you too you too thank you, you guys too. all right bye bye bye